Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is Thursday, September 14th at 6.14 a.m. Hope you guys had a good Wednesday night. Uh, once a month at our church, we have uh, uh, food, we eat, we fellowship, we pray, uh, prayer requests together, and then we have church. And uh, it's a, such a blessed time. I love those moments uh, just to, to do the early church activities, you know, to be together so encouraging but um anyway it is thursday i'm still tired wiping the sleep out of my eyes it's uh, uh went to i guess for me i went to bed kind of late i don't know everyone's different right but i think i went to bed like at 11 that's late for me i'm just saying okay i'm 45 i've never been a night person ever i've always been a as far as I remember, it's always been a morning person. I've never been able to sleep till like 11 or 12 in the afternoon. I just, I can't. Um, which is fine because I absolutely love mornings. Love mornings. But anyway, beside the point, Galatians 4, 12, and 13, the Apostle Paul uh, continues on uh, writing to these guys, helping them to um, not leave their first love, helping them to not be deceived by the false religious teachers or, of the day. And he says, Brethren, I urge you to become like me, for I became like you. You have not injured me at all. You know that because of physical infirmity, I preached the gospel to you at the first. So, you know, Paul, he was always trying to... I'm going to pull out of my driveway. He was always seeking to relate to the people in order to relay the truth. And I, I think that is huge. So listen, uh, relating to the people in order to relay truth. When you find a common ground with someone, it's not just say like, hey, we're buddies, but it's so like, okay, now we have a common ground. Now I have sort of a basis, a starting point, a foundation in order to share with him. And I'm not talking about your close friends. You know, I'm not talking about those who are believers who you love, who you hang out with on a regular basis. That's great. I'm talking about people who you just get to know, people who don't know the Lord or people who, um, you're just trying to connect with right and so paul he was always trying to relate and connect with people and he never you know he didn't speak at people he spoke with them and even in his writings you know we see that you know he's, he's like i urge you to become like me i've become like you and and the thing is he used to be a judaizer right and a lot of these churches he planted especially in the galatian region um they were Judaizers and they came out of the law-based belief system and now they were free in Christ and so he's like we're in this together like we understand each other um, and I, I love what he said after that. he said you know I don't have a physical infirmity because of you guys I preached the gospel to you at the first And so Paul had a physical infirmity and many, some believe it was his eyes. There's different hypotheses, right? Like they, there's different beliefs about what his infirmity was, but I don't even think that's a point. You could talk about that. I guess it's fun to study. That's great. But the point is, you know, he had an infirmity. He had a difficulty. And remember he asked the Lord to take it away a few times, which the Lord said, no, my grace is sufficient. Depend upon that, depend upon me. And so God allowed that infirmity to stay in Paul's life so that he would cling to and trust in 
Jesus so that he would be able to be used for God's kingdom and not get lazy or complacent or too comfortable. And we don't like that, like as human beings, for our humanity side. Lord, why are you allowing this? I don't like this physical infirmity. I don't like this emotional thing that I'm struggling with. Why, why is this in my life? Why are you allowing it? Oftentimes, not all the time, oftentimes God allows things in our lives like that so that we would cling to him even that much more. Because he knows what we need in order to fully trust in him. You know what I'm saying? It's not when things are going bad that we have a hard time trusting him. It's, it's oftentimes when things are going good. We're like, yeah, I don't have a care in the world. I don't have a problem right now. Everything's good. It's so smooth. That's when we have to be aware. That's when we have to be careful. Because that's when our trust in the Lord can kind of taper off. Kind of, can kind of drift away. Because like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's kind of... Uh, it's funny because different cultures and different groups of people in different places have different sayings. Let's just say that. Because in... Uh, Southern California, where we came from, my family, we, uh, there's different sayings there, but you come here and one of them is like, I'm good. You're good. Like, that's just, it's just a saying here. I know people that live here are like, well, yeah, everyone says that. Well, everyone here says that. But in Southern California, they don't. In Idaho, the language is different. Right? In New York, demeanor has, is not the same as the Deep South. It's like, it's all different, but it's like, I'm good, I'm good. But the thing is, thinking about Southern California, people really do think they're good, they don't say it, but they have all they need, like financially, um, they have a job, status-wise, they're doing really well. I mean, they live in Southern California, so they have to be doing well in order to live, right? And so they don't think they need the Lord. See, sometimes God will allow something in your life, in my life, to help us trust the Lord because if everything was perfect, if everything was smooth all the time, <laughs> we may forget to trust God. And I'm serious, like that's that's really the cycle of things. That's what I've seen a lot. That's why I think it's a funny funny idea, I guess. But that's why I kind of think that a lot of Christians don't like win the lottery because they'll get ruined. They'll think they have it all. But almost 80% of lottery winners go bankrupt within the first six to eight years. Those who win the lottery and start a business, almost, it's like 90% of their businesses fail within the first year or two. It's just, God knows what we can handle. He knows what we need, right? And if everything was perfect all the time in our lives, then we wouldn't need faith. We'd be good. We'd be self-sufficient. We'd just be like, we brush God off. You know what I'm saying? That's not how it's meant to be. Like Paul the Apostle had an infirmity. And God allowed that thing in his life. But he kept preaching the gospel. He kept clinging to Christ, sharing his testimony, helping to direct and correct the people. I mean, he was a pastor. Like, he was pastoring, right? That's what he did. He was just pastoring, means minister, which translated servant. He was serving the people. He was on the front lines. He didn't back down. He wasn't a coward. 
He was strong in the Lord. He wasn't strong without the Lord. He was strong in the Lord. But that didn't mean that he struggled with things. That he didn't struggle with things. That he, everything was good all the time. No, like he struggled with things. You know, I think about my pastor friends and leader friends and missionary friends um, here in the States and also around the world. And I think, man, these guys, they don't have it easy. Like, it's difficult. You know, being a missionary, it's lonely. You know, you're out there by yourself and oftentimes with their wife you know sometimes with with a wife and family but it really is a hard place to be and so keeping that connection with other Christ followers I mean it's so imperative so important to spiritual health to mental health to emotional health to every kind of health right Um, so anyway Paul continues to relay uh, the truth to them uh, yeah he does have an infirmity uh, infirmity but an affliction but he continues on he continues to preach the gospel sometimes those difficulties that we face compel us even more to share the truth you know God knows what he's doing he has you well God bless you guys hey I hope you have an amazing Thursday hopefully I'm gonna wake up here pretty soon mentally but uh, uh, praying for your day love you guys talk to you tomorrow okay